2: Two hours, and he's still here. Glutton for punishment. Yeah. Uh, But he's perfect for this because um, uh, the news that uh, we heard the FDA news, but also some big news that maybe the FDA outshadowed this news, but it was pretty big news that All Saints Cigars, our friend Mickey Pegg, Frank Leo, uh, and they've been out for a few years now, and a company that's been out not very many more years than them, but a little bit more, is the folks from McAuliffe. Al McAuliffe and Amanda and all the good folks there at McAuliffe Cigars, uh, they got talking with each other, and they said, let's form a strategic alliance, and that is uh, an agreement between two or more companies to pursue shared objectives and goals, and they leverage their respective strengths and resources together, and they work together. And I looked at some that happened in the cigar industry in the past, and there's been failures that are out there. There's no doubt about it, uh, as there is in all industries. But the most successful of all has been the alliance between Arturo Fuente and J.C. Newman that happened in 86, you said? 1986, they started to make cigars
0: for us. We started to represent Fuente in 1990. So it was actually 1990 is when we had both companies together selling cigars. Okay.
2: M&N Cigar?
0: Mendelsohn and Newman and my grandfather so
2: that was before oh, we That's- just cha- we
0: changed the uh, the uh, name my grandfather started he called himself Jason he was a cigar company because that was his name and in 1928 he merged with, <clears throat> with the only other cigar factory in Cleveland and the, with Grover Mendelsohn. <clears throat> Mendelsohn wanted his name first, and my grandfather wanted to be president of the new company. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather said, okay, you call call Mendelsohn and Newman, which was m and because Dad knew that Mendelsohn and Newman was such a mouthful. It would be shortened M&N. They wouldn't know who Mendelsohn was anyway, and Dad, my grandfather, got to call the shots. So uh, then they brought out Mr. Mendelsohn in 1939, and in 19... Uh, you know, it's interesting. It's 1970... 1996, go to a... Big smoke in Las Vegas, and the my father on TV, and they said Stanford J. Newman, chairman of the board from from uh, M Well, what is M and Dad remembers one one day, he, many years ago, Dad m- met Mr. Edsel the Edsel car that went oh, downhill, and yeah. But he was so impressed. He I met Mr. Edsel, so he thought, yeah, you know, maybe make more sense. So we so they showed my father, instead of saying you're from M&N, you're from J C Newman. So he we went back to the original name. Okay. It's been
2: that name ever since. And that was what year? Nineteen ninety seven. Ninety seven, my God. Mm. Because I remember writing the checks to Eminem. Right. I remember uh, as a change to J C Newman and then there was Fuente Newman in between. Fuente Newman. Yeah. We started in
0: nineteen ninety our it was actually it was Fanco, Fuente Newman yes. company. Then it went to Fuente Newman Premium Cigars. Now the uh, Fuente wanted to keep their identity, so it's uh, Arturo Fuente Cigar Company. Yeah. In fact, when you get you buy cigars from us, you, yeah. we ship you and uh, you get two invoices. Yes. Yes, and uh, two different color invoices too. <laughs> That's
2: right. So, for Frank and and uh, McAuliffe and Mickey Peg, if you if you listen to the show, it is the easiest. Even though that is happening, the the invoice colors are different. They match up beautifully. Is it, you you do this? It now. is the easiest set of bills that there is, and it's so important because don't confuse. <laughs> Don't make it difficult for me to give you my money. Correct. Make it as easy as possible. And that is as simple as that is of color coding uh, those invoices. Help out dramatically. What do, you're talking about getting a different color paper for this <laughs> printer and that printer, right? That's it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, it was easy. Yeah. I didn't think of it, but if somebody else thought oh, it Whoever happened, did, it's easy. And, you know, what What can, um, you know, that's what I want to try to do is kind of help them out and, Learn some of your successes that, you know, with this kind of merger thing, you have personalities and, you know, here's somebody (laughs) doing the sales for your company and you're doing distribution for their company or however it's going to work with with these two groups that are there. What are some of the successes that helped you along the way? Is there uh, a third vote, in other words? that you vote for, you want to do it this way, and Fuente says, I want to do it this way, well, nothing gets accomplished, right? I have have this issue with a condo association I'm in that there's two condo owners, and we can't, I say this way, he says that way, by law, now they're telling us we need a third vote. Um, Do you guys have a third vote? Well,
0: 19... November first, nineteen ninety, we started Fanco Fuente and Newman, and we we're going to be the distributor, cigars sell their cigars, their sales organization. First thing they did was put Fred Zanaboni, yeah, who's our national sales manager, in their office, and in our office, in our office, and their lead uh, lady Linda Portuguese, who's actually still working for us in our office, who always would contact the customers and before we had our, our association, our. Par, 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 partnership. And I thought that was really strange. Why did the Fuentes, they trust us to, to sell their brands. They put their own people in to kind of guide the ship, you know, Fred. And I thought that was strange. But after day one, I said, thank God they're there. Because there was a lot of issues that came up this before the c- c- cigar boom. And there was decisions to be made. Sell so them to this to distributor, this retailer, yes or no, or whatever. That's a lot. Our guys are just charged going to the store and selling. Sell it. But they made the decisions. And the fact, having them in our home office made things a lot easier.
2: And somebody else to blame, of, especially with Fuente, of, oh, I want more open stacks. I want more of this and more of that. Hey, it's not me. They take, they, they, they take, take the take, heat.
0: They, they take, the, sometimes there's a downside of that. Sometimes our retailers, not you, would say, I can't get enough uh, of the hard to get Fuente or Opus i I'm going to, I'm not going to do that much business with JC Newman because you don't take care of me. I don't take care. It's a whole different, two yeah. different companies, two different d- d- decision makers. So, mo- it, by 90% of it, it worked out great. I mean, no, no issues. But with some retailers would we'll take it on ourselves, guys. You can't get me really what I want from Fuente. I'm not going to help you. So we had to kind of educate them, but it's 100%, yeah. 100%, but it, it worked. Is there anything, any thought ever
1: to distributing other people's stuff besides Fuente since you have the infrastructure
0: in place? We had a lot of offers. Uh, people wanted to use our salesmen to distribute their their products, their c- c- cigars. But even when Fred came in, he said it's hard for somebody to have two masters. Like, you go into a store… Dave said, okay, I can give you X amount of space. You're going to put in a Fuente, you put a JC Newman. We try to balance it, it out. It's it's uh, it's it's not always easy, but since they're there to call the, the uh, shots, it, it, it works. Hmm. The one thing I'll say about your
1: company is the last two reps, and I don't know Kristen all that yeah. well. She's brand new. But the last two guys that you had both got uh, either promoted or moved to another uh, location in the country.
2: One went with the last one went to Fuente. Yeah,
1: mm. right, Brad. Yeah, but they represent Fuente almost. I'd say fifty-five percent to forty-five percent on the JC Newman side. I mean, they really do, and it has to be part of their training. They really do an unbelievable job of making sure that the education is there and that the focus is there. It's not the JC Newman show when they come in.
0: We when we first started, we bent over backwards. It's the last thing we ever wanted. Last thing to, to happen is that Carl said, "You know, we, we're you're doing this. representing our kids. His cigars are, are like his kids. Um, you know, make sure we get treat, treated f- 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 fairly." And you're right; it could go either way. So we try to bend over backwards. Of course, then it became easy because their cigars became so pop- popular with the FFOX and then other, other hard-to-get c- c- cigars. So it was really great. If we had, uh, if Dave would say, I can only put one box of cigars in my store, I got one place, i put a Fuente in there for a bunch bunch of reasons. Never want to be accused yeah. of putting our stuff over, their stuff, and, and it worked. Fortunately, their stuff caught caught, caught on. Quite quite well for a bunch of reasons, and uh, we we give them the first
2: nod. So I would think, Eric, it came up for you less because you were both established companies. So in a lot of the big stores, you both already had your shelf space, right? That that's it, true, but it's it might it might be harder for a brand new company. Well, w- w- but the 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 upside here is. Um, and I heard some sort of number that I think um, single digits, that they are in, both in the same store. It's ah. a single-digit number, less than 10%, I believe, um, where they crossed. Huh. So they both have the opportunity to grow dramatically, seeing let's just, let's say they have 300 accounts each, and only um, 10 of them are in uh, together. But
0: 1990, they didn't have direct that many direct accounts because they sold, they don't have, I don't think they only had about eight or 10 direct accounts. Really? Because they sold through brokers. Mm. So when they sold through brokers, you know, selling through broker, the good news, bad news. The good news is it doesn't cost you much. You pay them 5% or whatever. The bad news is the average <laughs> broker would be representing a bunch of products. Yes. So you can't get a, if to be successful in the SCAR business, and you've experienced a, a, a lot of people, you really need your own sales, sales
2: you do, force. You expensive.
1: You need that focus, though. And, and it is more expensive, but you have to look at it as a long-term play like your company has. You've got to be able to stretch that out over time and gain footprint slowly because if you go up to the top too fast, you're coming down just as fast, if not faster.
0: And John, if you asked a question about representing other brands, it would not work for us. We have our hands full representing both Companies, and if we took a third or fourth one on, it wouldn't be fair to them, wouldn't be fair to us. And God help us if we ever saw a, a downtick instead of an uptick, yeah. And they would could tell us, and they'd be well, they wouldn't be wrong. We just sell other people's products, and it's it's got out of whack. So it's always been up, it's always wow. been wow, always helped too the fact that, especially during the during the, the scribe, and we depended on them. We couldn't get enough Diamond Crown. We couldn't get enough We Couldn't get enough La La Unica. So they were they were, take, they were very fair. During the cigar boom, they didn't really need us as a manufacturer. Right. They could sell all the Fuente cigars during the cigar boom. But we they were,
2: needed you before, and, and they, and they, they, they were didn't run away after. They
0: were very fair to us. Yeah.
2: Long term, we were very fair to them on the distribution side. So it, it, it really That's worked. what has to happen, though, in order mm-hmm. for the thing to work. Both parties have to be ultra fair, actually maybe more giving than receiving on both sides for, for, for this thing to end up working. Well,
1: and when, the, when the, I've asked to see the document, I've been on the tour probably nine times, and I asked to see the document, and both you and your brother have a very similar yeah, concept. You look, <laughs> the up, handshake. At the, you look yeah. up at the picture and you go, our grandfather's word is our
0: bond. That's it. It's really old school. Yeah, you know, it's not d- done anymore we're working off of, we just actually renegotiated a contract about uh, nine months ago but we've been working off an agreement from 1990 which is not <laughs> a good way to run a big business but mm-hmm. it's
2: worked yeah now you have no say in what they're gonna if they make a new brand you're taking it you have no choice absolutely Fred you
0: know Fred's Fred, Fred yeah. Sanagoni most people don't remember him. you do he, he would complain about the point they sometimes these new products show up in our warehouse. Nobody ever told them that, but they <laughs> they had their vision even back then what they wanted to do. It's not
2: like that anymore. we always know what's coming, but it's hundred percent them they, they, they whatever they want to bring to market yep. you you have to take yep. and are you are your hands tied for don't bring something into the market
0: No. Not really. And one, <clears throat> one thing that has been helping us looking back on it. Our, our focus, it wasn't intentional. We, uh, we're the largest selling of bundle scars in the country. And we, I wish I could set, wish we could sell as many brick house, quest rate, crown sure. as we do, quorum and factory thrust, but, but we don't. And Fuente, they do have, uh, Curly heads and, and Brevos, they don't even focus on it. They're looking, you know, at the at the premium stuff. Sure. So we're also fortunate that our products, generally speaking, complement each other rather than yes. compete with each other. Was there ever any pushback
1: when you guys decided you were gonna open your own factory in Nicaragua? Because now you you really could could be vertically integrated.
0: They they questioned it, but they but they understood because they've been at this thing a long time, and mm-hmm. hence that's why I was in Nicaragua last week. I saw the factory being being built yes. up there. So that's, they wanted to be vertically integrated. They want to get Nicaragua as and and the, they didn't want us to be totally dependent on them. By the same token. We our sales from JC Newman are basically equivalent out of Tampa from the AFC C sales. Not the same products we sell you know, the bundles and yeah and, and breakouts too. But they want us to be successful. They did not want us to have our salesman sell seventy five percent fuente and twenty five percent of us. It's it's off balance. Then are we trying to have our successes based on them? So it it has just worked out well. Wow. And it's been you know it's been luck too. I mentioned earlier it takes a certain amount of luck and but can you imagine life was great? You know, Fuente, people think uh, uh, you know Fuente is always on top. Carlos Fuente Sr. will tell the story. He went to see Lou Rothman, obviously many years ago, to sell him cigars. He was in the back of the bearing salesman. You sell
2: bearing yeah, cigars. The, the owner of J.R. at the time. Yeah, but,
0: but yeah, thank you. Yeah. And, and and the biggest retail in the country. Uh, you know, 30, 40 years, I guess 40 years ago. And the Bering salesman sold 25 cases of Bering Plaza. You sell Bering Plaza. And he got an order for 15 box of curly heads. He was a pig in mud, 15 box of curly head. That's where they, that's where they were. And now you know where they are now. And they don't even focus on their, on their on the curly heads, and Brevis, the 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 mixed filler cigars. So it's been a really I think we've complement each other all the time. yeah,
2: i find I find it so odd of uh, companies that pay no attention to their biggest movers. They sell by themselves. There's no attention to them. I'm sure they sell more curly heads than they do Opus X, probably. Oh, they do, because they can't make any more Yeah, with <laughs> but it. But it, the same goes for uh, Davidoff with Baccarat. Ba- I was going to say that. You know, there's so many like that, that they advertise and promote. All the ads I see on Fuente is Opus X, yep. where I know they make more 858s, and they make more curly heads, and they make more uh, uh, short stories than they do of Opus X, but they promote opus x
0: well it's also fuente fuente opus x and yet the fuente name out there it kind of carries everything else yeah it's so it may it's it's uh kind of like george padrone i know he's having difficulty all having difficulty in making scars in nicaragua because we've lost rollers but uh you get one thing going and his big you know big sellie was the thousand series i guess but mm-hmm. um if you get the, the name brand going, everything else follows. So that's, that's what
1: helps. Is there any thought put to the pricing so that you keep your products separate from their products as far as pricing so that there's not much overlap?
0: Not really. No, there, there isn't. We get a price increase from them once a year, and they increase their prices on our cigars. And they also make cigars for Ashton. Yes. They increase them once, once a year. And uh, there's no price thoughts about that. Yeah, you take what what comes and that's it you, oh oh god one time my father and I went to see uh, middle of the cigar boom in in the 90s and Car- Carl said tobacco during cigar boom tobacco prices doubled every six months to make a good cigar you have to have aged tobacco and there was no surplus of aged tobacco so one time he goes there and says we, we can't get enough cigars Carl <laughs> we need more cigars he has the 30 percent increase oh, all, my all god. of a sudden but 30 percent but. It didn't. It still was so short. Demand was so far ahead of su- 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 supply. Um, I'd much rather get a 30% increase than say, I have to cut cut you off. And again, to the father and son, uh, to credit, uh, they could have sold all the scars just for, for themselves. They could have cut us out, cut right. Robbie out, Ashton out, but they were uh, true to, to the word. They and were. And They sacrificed some of their production in order to honor our their commitment to us and hasn't wavered. Mm-hmm.
2: And th- And that's the beauty of of the synergy that ends up working, that both sides, good time and bad times, you jump in. It's making beautiful music together. Well, both of us have,
0: have uh, had our trials and tribulations, not with each other, but have, have struggled. They used to, I mean, people see Fuente now, you know, most highly demanded cigar. It wasn't always like this. They told you the story sure. about the 15-cent Cur- Curly head. And because we remember how difficult situations were we had our merger. They remember the olden days. They've never taken for granted their, their spot. And uh, they, they, it's not, they were never born with a silver spoon. Right. Um, we weren't either after we, uh, we had our merger in 1980. We uh, had our buyout in 1986, and the relatives got the money. We got the debt and the opportunity. We had no money. The only way we were able to find money by our relatives, we mortgaged our factory, which had no debt, with the local savings and loan. Two weeks later this local savings and loan says there's no more savings and loan. It was the Resolution Trust oh, Corporation, boy, yes. they all went out. And the the uh, and the RTC resolution, the government, they were worse than, than the bank bankers. Yeah. So we remember our struggles. We've old Tampa families, we never forgot where we come from. And that, you know, when you in any business, and when anybody has struggled, I met yesterday a fella named Derek from the Nuggets. I do what his last yes. name was. And the guy, was, the guy played basketball in the NBA, played in Europe, played in China. He's telling his story. Nicest guy in the, yeah. the, the world. He struggled. I mean, it, yeah. when it was uh, poverty and all this, and, the, and and he never forgot where he came from. Yeah. And when something happens to you when you're a young kid, and when you're young, it forms your perspective on life for the rest of your life. 100%. Do you know what
1: Dave struggles with? He struggles yeah. with this thing called a Segway. Yeah, I threw to it.
0: Sullivan. He it,
2: floated it I, out there, and I, he, I missed it. I
0: didn't even have a second to <laughs> respond, though. I didn't want to step
2: on Well, I just checked to see if your finger was on the button. It's and the there. Bus. I know, so let's do it.
0: From moments worth remembering to stories worth telling and notes worth savoring, Avo Cigars. Lyrics of top charted songs. Can you guess the name of the song and the artist from the wrong lyrics or even the right ones? AVO Cigars.
2: All right, Eric, I'm going to throw it to you. And you guys be quiet. You jump in after it's over. But I'm going to say the, and I I looked for the, on my little list here of the oldest thing I had, but it's not that old, but it's old enough. I'm going to say the misheard lyric of a song and you tell me, who sang it and what the name of the song is. I never knew
1: that Dave was an ageist. He's made a reference to your age multiple times mm-hmm. in this
2: show. Well, because he's the only one that's ever been on the show older than me. <laughs> that's not true. Avo, yeah. Yeah. Was Avo ever on your show? Yes. yes. Avo was a, what a great guy. Oh, yeah. He was a prince of a prince. Yep. And, uh, he there said, was a lover of cigars. He loved the industry. He loved cigars. He sold out, and he stayed on until the yeah. dying day. And Eduardo was older than you. Eduardo Fernandez, yeah. He's a wonderful guy. Another great guy, yep. That's what we're going to do for now on, just have nice people on. Well, Jonathan's leaving? No, he's no. a nice oh, person. Oh, all right. He's a nice person. <laughs> Despite what you've heard in the past. Um, misheard lyric is, even Dallas games people play. Even Dallas, games people play. That doesn't even make sense. Nothing? Ding, ding, ding. I don't have the answer. All right. The real words are, in the jealous games people play. In the jealous games people play. It doesn't make a lot more sense. Nothing? I think it's worse i want me to sing it? You used to be a disc jockey, right, Dave? In the Jealous Games. Eric, people this play. is what I'm saying.
1: He re- does this bullshit <laughs> read, and he's sitting over there with his shit-eating grin like we should
2: get it, you and we should. don't. In the Jealous Games, people play? da na 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 In the da, Jealous na, Games, people na, na, play? Na, 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 na. Is that it? No. Our lips are sealed. The Go-Go's. In the hmm. Jealous Games, people play? Nothing. No. Literally, Is nobody, a song? Hello? <laughs> Is nobody a song? has
1: heard of that song. Jeff, ever. and you were a disc jockey,
2: weren't you? When yes, you were, he was. Uh, it was in? a terrible one. He didn't know the Go-Go's, Our Lips Are Sealed. Never you don't know heard, that song? Never heard of the Go-Go's. I hope I, I never I, hear I know, the Go-Go's. I know the song. I, Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, but nobody listened to the lyrics of that song. In the Jealous Games, people play? No? No. You know, just doesn't no, it even like no, no points bell. are awarded. I feel
0: like you're May singing God off have key. mercy on your souls. It's obviously we have not rehearsed this segment. <laughs> we have rehearsed
2: <laughs> nothing. This whole show is not rehearsed at all. Uh mm-hmm. but it's it's going to be an interesting uh thing. You got you got to go back to when when you formed your alliance with Fuente. We have an alliance happening here with All Saints Cigars uh Mickey Pegg and Frank Leo. Good for them. Good for them. And with McAuliffe who has a sales force and Mickey uh, and Frank were using brokers and not having a lot of luck with it. Um, doing, doing good for only a few years in, but knew that they had to make a move and they got together and we're talking about two good people, two good, uh, families here. And, uh, here it is, and I'm, I'm watching the beginning of it, and I said, hey, since you're on and you went through it, um, I'm sure there were bumps in the road along the way and stuff, but the, the way to do it is to overperform for your, your, the other side, and I think uh, it works out, and it's, I mean, you guys are 40 years into this.
0: I did remember one thing. When we opened up Panza, our factory in Nicaragua, Carlito was cool. with He said, just don't forget about Mama. And I I, was like, don't, don't,
2: don't. Don't don't." don't worry about them. Don't you know them by now, right, is what I would answer him. Don't you know the Newmans by now? Of course it's going to go beautifully. But it was, I
0: remember this, because basically they're in the Dominican Republic, don't have that much control except for Fred and Linda in office. And if we start a new factory, we get go off the wall and really got pushing, pushing, pushing. Don't forget about Mama. And we never did. Of course. Of course.
1: You know what would be an interesting one to merge is if you took someone like Padron that does not have a sales force.
2: They don't need one. I know they don't. It's the anomaly, but it's the only one that doesn't.
1: But what if they merged with someone like
2: Davidoff who does have a sales force? What could happen? The only way that happens is they they buy them out, but I think it'd possibly go the other way around, if anything. Their cultures are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Their Their cultures are different. The view of the world are d- different. Um,
2: yeah, I don't think that I don't think
1: That'll that, would, that work. I'm scared to death to ask you to go into the details of that <laughs> statement. So we're going to talk about that off the air. I want to know your thoughts.
2: <laughs> All right. That is it for the show, the after show. Eric, thank you so much for staying on for this whole mess. Thank you for inv- inviting me. I look
0: forward to this every year. Thank, thank you, David. I look forward to seeing everybody next month at your birthday celebration. There we go. Mm-hmm. Happy th- 38. You look really thank, good for your age. <laughs> thank you.
2: Thank you. Uh, people are considering opening up a cigar shop now that the FD is out of there. Uh, I may change your decision-making uh, next week on the show. I'm going to tell you what it really costs to open a cigar shop, and we're not just talking money. So tune in next week on The Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it.